It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of those is powered by the On My Feet Network and brought to you by the Up On Game Network. Be sure to download the On My Feet app on all iOS and Android devices and be sure to follow the Up On Game Network on Twitter and Instagram at Up On Game Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to one of those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. Today, I'm joined by Tony Lewis Jr., a good friend of mine. And frankly, he won't like me to say this. He, yeah, he's, he's not going to like me saying this, but a legend in the Washington, D.C. area. Tony Lewis is a community leader a workforce development specialist, a re-entry expert, and a champion for children with incarcerated parents. You may have seen him on Hot 97. You may have seen him on The Breakfast Club. You may have seen him in a Pusha T video and a Wale video. He is an all-around good guy, and I'm proud to say a friend. I really wanted to reach out to him for this show because not only does he have a cool sneaker collection, which I didn't know for a while, by the way, I did not know my man Tony had the sneaker game that he does. And that just puts a smile on my face. So, of course, we talk about sneakers, but he's also an expert on culture, hip hop culture, black culture and preserving culture, which is a thing that's happening not only in Washington, D.C., but in cities across America preserving the culture of those cities and respecting the people that are natives to those cities. To me, that's what this culture is all about. That's what sneaker culture is all about. That's what hip hop culture is all about. It's about preserving something. It's about expressing yourself, whether it be through your activism, through your music, through sports, through your art, whatever it may be through media. It's about, 
uplifting and preserving the culture. And Tony Lewis is an expert when it comes to that. I'm very proud to have him on the show. If you want to learn more about Tony, you can get his book Slug. It's a great read, man. Um, I mean, people put this this stuff, this book in the syllabus. All right. I mean, this guy is official. I'm super proud to have him on the show. We're going to talk with him in a minute. A quick announcement about this week's show. We will not have a said what I said segment on this show because me and Tony, we went kind of long. We talked about a lot of things because we're, we're, we're boys. So, you know, it just goes like that. You know how it is when you're talking to your homies, man. You just get to rapping. Um, but it was a very good conversation about a lot of stuff, man. We 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 talked about how the local sports teams could contribute to um, preserving the culture. We talked about how clothing brands worked in Washington, D.C. We talked about some unsung heroes, some unsung sneakerheads from Washington, D.C. So we talked about a lot. So there won't be a, and I said what I said segment on this episode. Also, I have a lot of, I have a few interviews lined up for the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to record those shows, but soon I'm going to make a, a slight change to the show, nothing real drastic, but I want to kind of live up to the name of the show, which is what are those, right? So I really want to start focusing on certain creatives within the industry and certain silhouettes within the industry and really break down and deep dive into the art. Don't worry, the show won't change too much, but just keep it locked because I got some cool ideas for how to really keep this show fresh um, come the summertime. I think you all will enjoy it. Okay, without further ado, my man Tony Lewis Jr. is up on deck. So let's talk to him right now. You're looking for your grill sneakers that sold out instantly on your favorite app? Well, shop D Sneakers Express for all of your sneaker needs. D Sneakers Express is a sneaker plug from some of the biggest celebrities in the game. All right, D Sneakers Express. D Sneakers Express. That's some of the biggest celebrities in the game. Hook you up. Tony, what up, man? What's up, bro? It's been a minute since we really rap, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see you, man. But just how's life treating you? Yeah, same here. First of all, thanks for having me, man. I, I'm well. You know, the wife, the kids, they're good, so I'm good. You know, um, you no, know, I would be, you know, lying if I didn't say, you know, in the work that I do, you already know it's always yeah. something, and um, a lot of things are going on in, in the city. But for the most part, personally, man, I'm 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 doing well. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad to hear that, man. We're gonna talk about all of that. You know, what I mean, I gave you a good intro to all of the the, the Fox and iHeart listeners. You know, what I mean, that may not be familiar with what you what you got going on and and what happens in DC. You know, what I mean, um, and but I wanted to have you on this show, bro, because I've been impressed by your sneaker rotation lately, bro. I've been I've been I appreciate that. I've been. Peeping. I mean, that's a lot. That mean a lot coming from you, so I, you know, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, what I mean, I, 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 that's the thing I love about sneakers is that you know, it connects so many people and it's just so many angles, you know. But you and I, we from DC, and yeah. I talked about this on this show uh, a few times, man. Um, you know about the lineage of DC culture as it connects to DC fashion. You know, what I mean, people that are familiar with your story. No, you've been, you know, you've been around, you've seen people, you've been around many groups of people, you know what I mean? And you, you know, people that are in the streets and people that are on the corporate side as well. You know what I mean? I want to take it back a bit and just talk about what fashion and 
sneakers, but just fashion as a whole means to just like DC culture in your opinion? Yeah, I think if you if you particularly if you talk about like native black DC mm-hmm. culture, um it's synonymous. It's a yeah. part of the fabric of um everything that we do culturally is is a part of like, you know, uh being fresh and yeah. having the latest, you know, whatever uh on. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously New Balance and in in uh you know any 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 basketball Nike, right? From Joys to 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 Barclays to phone pauses to whatever. I'm just saying whatever's high yeah. at the time. And then now we live in a time where even things that was like a thing in the past is now a thing. But I'm just talking about culturally coming up. Yeah. Whatever was out, whatever was new, that's what you did if you was from DC. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 not to be long-winded, but also no. in terms of growing up, you know, and going to other places. Um, you know, where now and I think it's more of a a, 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 a national type of thing. When mm-hmm. we was growing up, like you can almost tell where somebody was from by what they had on. Mm-hmm. And when we would go places, you know, rather again, rather it was phone pauses or you know, uh uh obviously new battles and stuff back then, you know, some of my people, other people in other places was not getting down with them joints like we were, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, that's a fact, bro. First of all, don't worry about being long with it on the podcast, bro. Like that's nah, that's what that's what we all right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to get to the question, like you know what I'm saying, but like yeah. for real, George, all that or the way we wore out that's another thing, the way we tied mm-hmm. our shoes or didn't tie them, right? Yeah, like, all of them kind of nuances, bro, was real, you know, uh cultural here in DC, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I feel like here in D.C., you know, there was like a uniform. There was just like this need to set ourselves apart, man. Like D.C. always kind of, you know, I don't feel like we got respect, honestly, on like from like globally. You know, what I mean, like maybe on an individual basis, like if you was a New York dude, you came, you met some D.C. dudes, you understood D.C. dudes was like serious people. You had respect. But like when it came to hip hop, our music, our culture, a lot of people, you know, I yeah, felt like we, we, we didn't have any mavens, though. Go for it. Yeah, right. we, we, we didn't we didn't have we didn't have we didn't have representation yeah. in those spaces, though. Yeah. Right. Come, I mean, it's quite, quite possible that some of the standard bearers for fashion uh or sneaker culture could have really and truly got inspired by people from dc but because there weren't Mm -hmm. dc people in entertainment uh Mm -hmm. uh, whether it was music or movies or whatever um you know sort of that the 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 originators of that style or those styles would be the person that people saw and you never have a clue that that person came to howard homecoming and saw some dc you know i'm just giving that Mm -hmm. as a hypothetical you know yeah yeah, but but, look, that, but that 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 is the reason. Yeah, that hypothetical could very well be true. Like Diddy went to Howard. Diddy is yeah. a is a was a person who was influential in hip hop and fashion. He spent his formative years here at Howard University. He talks about it all the time. How many people, like you say, went to? How many celebrities went to Howard University? Came down here, soaked up a lot of. And I mind you, and they say it. They'll say it, you know what I mean? But they came in and soaked up the culture and then broadened it, you know. But for the people here, I think it was still like this. And I think it was a good thing, honestly, because it made us creative. Just kind of like chip on our shoulder, like, but we from the city. We from D.C. We from the DMV. We want to represent our thing. We're going to have our own clothing companies. We're going to have our own look. Y'all wearing this, we're going to wear that. We wearing foams. Y'all wearing Tim's, we wearing foams. Y'all wearing New Balance. Y'all wearing, you know, Reeboks, whatever. We wearing New Balance. That's how we going. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's real. Not to mention the, 
the people from this area that went to other places as well, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was, you know, HBCUs or other colleges, rather, you know, went to places like, you know, New York and LA for work, whatever mm -hmm. it was, and bought out style and people saw it and, you know, replicated it. And then yeah. it just became a part of, you know, you got to think like, uh, we just never, again, we never had uh, uh, musicians or rappers, if you will, mm -hmm. um, you know, that helped cultivate what was will be considered style to a lot of people yeah. um it's just not what happened but that don't mean that those people didn't interact with dc people in their regular lives right you know what i'm saying so yeah right. yeah we've always i think just had a very unique uh, uh style mm -hmm. um and and again sneakers always been a part of it high you know high end i mean even growing up mm -hmm. when you talk about like the gucci sneaker right and yeah. things like that back even back then you know aside from like joy but like the gucci stuff go you can look at the go to the companies and ask where those things were bought the most at you know what i mean mm -hmm. but even mm -hmm. in that um or, or like you know gucci sneaker case twist you know stuff like that when we was growing up you know the, the reebok the, even the, even the reebok the classics the revenge the other joints that was like cream had the silver on the back like these was all like but that was that 80 swag deodore um yeah, basics uh lottos you remember lottos you used to I change remember the, lottos. Uh, yeah. the color on the jump remember lottos yes e tonics you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah, yeah like all this stuff that's the street fashion um sergio Cicchini, sweatsuits, lecoq sportifs, mm -hmm. like all that come that was man that's washington dc bro yeah. but again we just did not again we didn't have um you know people on tv but also we didn't dress from tv that's the other thing i think for us that i think is really important in terms of our um how stylish washington is because we mm -hmm. we didn't get our style off of tv you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to, to your point, you know, yeah. in, the, in the advent of, you know, Madness and then later with, you know, all the other brands, We Are One, Shooters mm -hmm. All Days, Hobo, mm -hmm. you know, on the list go on and on mm -hmm. up to right now, like with the museum, like we've always done that. You yeah. know, DCR, we, we've always done that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the museum. Had them on the show a couple right. of weeks ago, man. And, 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 yeah. and, I said, and I said that to them, like, you know, they're, they're part of that lineage. You know, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, you, you, listen, you know some of the people that have gotten on what the Wale's of the world, folks like that. Right. Do you, do you think that someone like Wale is responsible for shining that light on DC on his culture, its music and his fashion? Well, I mean, undoubtedly yeah. that, that it's like, like no question. And, yeah. and you know, it was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. We talking about how DC was maybe ahead of, it's time and certain things or didn't get the credit. Yeah. He and this he's a he's an offshoot of that. He doesn't yeah. get his credit. I was going to go a there. Lot of, yeah. a lot of, right? When you start yeah. talking about all the sneaker culture and all this from the from the phone posits to the dunks mm-hmm. to the all he was doing all that and on all that, the retro Jordans and all yeah. that. Like a lot of them other industry dudes that's now known or synonymous with sneaker culture, they wasn't doing he put them on that. I'm just keeping yeah. it real. And yeah. Um, you know, but again, he's like an unsung hero in, in that regard. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't get his his due. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember Wale was up at the DTLR working at the joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at the, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, you're right. Like, and you know, if you dig deep, and you know, you'll find like a complex article about it or someone to give him the shout out. But he's not he he doesn't get the respect in that realm that I feel like he should, because he is a fashion icon and he is representative of what DC is. I mean, when I think about like, and and I'll ask you this, man, like when I think about being a Washingtonian besides like, and I mean, we can brought it to politics and everything, but just, when I think about being a Washingtonian, I think about being an originator. That's what makes me most proud about being from here is that I felt like this city, the way we do things, even right now what's going on, we ain't got to get to, but you know, even like what's going on, even when like our mayoral race and some of the candidates is in it, it's like, wow, that's a creative thought, right? For someone to, you know, for someone to to join that, that race, you know what I mean? Like some of the people, the the, the colorful characters in there, you know what I mean? And with all respect, you know, so like, I think about our town, I think about a, a, a place that is colorful and is creative, but the stereotype of it is this great place where nothing but politicians work and a lot of people just kind of move here to work real fast and in, in, in gray buildings, you know what I'm saying? Sure. No, but it's, you know, the, 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 the native culture here is, 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 um, 
it's deep and it's rich. Yeah. And part of that though is being an individual, right? Right. Like I think even even um you know was separated Washington from like other major cities, even especially those that have been you know sort of um. I don't want to say synonymous with crime, but known mm. to have yeah. a, under, a functioning underworld yeah. that we've also been a place that had, had never adopted gangs, right? In the, in the mm. more traditional sense, right? right? So I think that, again, that, that's another, I think that's another example of how being an individual here is too important to even, you mm. might be a part of a crew from your neighborhood, where you, but but being an individual yeah. here is, 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 is paramount. And, that, and, that, and that, that is often represented sort of like, you know, in, in, your, in your style, yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Um, let's talk about you for a moment. Um, well, for a while. <laughs> um, you are a person who I feel like has been vitally important to the culture of DC because you're able to speak to di- two different audiences of people, right? You're able to speak with people that are, you know, are in the government that 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 can create change from a you know from a um you know a, a government standpoint could write bills can you know interact change sure. and then you're able to let's just keep it real speak to people on the street level and speak that language to them um and that's what I think makes you important um what keeps you going in that I know that's a very broad question right and I and I but that's a question yeah. I have like what what keeps you what wakes you up in the morning and what keeps you going and doing this work that is often thankless? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, that's a great question, man. One that I really appreciate. I mean, no problem. I think, I think it's like where I'm from and what I've been through, mm-hmm. uh, my proximity to, to the struggles of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my somewhat, my survivor's guilt, mm-hmm. um, it, it all causes me to, you know, want to help daily. But more importantly, the fact that I've been able to help. Mm. I, I really think that it's, the work, none of, it hasn't been for not. Like the progress, mm. the results, right? Every day I, I see somebody who, who well, they may have came in contact with me 20 years ago and say, well, Tommy, I'm, I'm still working or you changed yeah. my life or, you know, um, that kind of stuff keeps me going. And, yeah. and um you know, the, the, there's still a need. I, I don't feel like that I'm at a point or things are in a, in a state where I can transition to something else, you know, at mm. the, yet. Right. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's like, I'm still needed. And, and you know, I think my, my family um, has really pushed me even further. I, I know what the, what I want this city to look like for my little girl. So like mm. every day, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to make our city a better place. Right. Not just yeah. like more broadly, but even selfishly, for my for my youngins but um you know over the 22 years of service um you know i've, I've been blessed um to to help a lot of people but the other side of that coin mm. those people have also helped me tremendously yeah you know what i mean so yeah. it's not just it you know it's a it's, it's i get a lot out of my work um mm. I'm, I'm passionate about it um but also i think to your point as well that you made earlier and one I, again i appreciate is mm. that I've grown a lot, man. Yeah. You know, I've I've yeah. grown. I've been able to sort of perfect my approach. I've been become more of a bridge, more of a translator. Um, and not just being okay with being able to speak to sort of Washington and DC, mm-hmm. but also trying to do my best, my part to bring those two worlds together, right? Yeah. In a harmonious way where everybody can thrive and prosper. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, we still got a, lot, a long way to go, but but we definitely made progress. Yeah. You know, you mentioned earlier about what you want D.C. to look like for your for your your little girl. And I think about the same thing for my boy. Right. And, you know, when, when my wife and I got together, one thing we really bonded over is that we are, you know, native Washingtonians, both fifth generation Washingtonians and that we wanted to continue that legacy. One thing that the audience sure. may not know is that this city which I still call Chocolate City, but we know what's going on in regards to gentrification in this yeah. city. Um, the Atlantic just wrote a beautiful piece about it. How do, how do we begin to fix that problem? And how do we do it by also maintaining the culture within the city? One of the things I think that's important, first of all, culture can't exist without the people that participate in that culture, right? Mm -hmm. So those two things are intertwined. We don't, we're not able to stabilize the black community and help them thrive in the culture that we grew up in. Mm -hmm. it, it won't persist, not here. It yeah. may go where they go, but it yeah. won't be here. So I think um, equity, no equitable programming, uh, economic opportunities, mm -hmm. but the families, right? Yeah. Yeah, like this is real families, right? This is this is yeah. what we can't have. We can't, you know, th that's necessary, right? And then things like what's what's the your, what's the joke? Your see, Mary, my seat, like these. Yeah, we, we really got to build community in that way, bro. I mean yeah. that, man, because these are yeah. the kind of um steps that we have to take to fortify, you know, black people. But just like one thing, DC is the most gentrified place in America. Mm -hmm. It's the most moved to place in America. Yeah, and you know, still very black. Though, right? right it's right. still very black right but in a lot of context of what we describing for your audience sometimes it's like though but the, the the displacement has been about black people from here mm -hmm. right so so where black culture may still exist in dc right but the the the, the dc culture right mm -hmm. and you can really you got people that can move to washington and not meet nobody from here like you gotta really think about that, right? You, I don't even know. Like I'd be all a lot of different places. I don't know if you go to New York, wherever mm -hmm. you, you can go to Boston, San, wherever you say gentrification has been a thing. First of all, none of those mm -hmm. places was ever this black, right? That's when you the, and I yeah. were born, yeah, that's it, right? When you yeah. and I were born, were born, this city was seventy-two percent African American. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. it's about forty percent. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like you gotta really think about the impact of that, right? Yeah, so everything's new. Everybody is new. Mm -hmm. And you know, in me working in the work that I do, mass incarceration and people coming home from prison, yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40 years from, and I, I see what that looks like to that person. Mm. They're like, you might as well drop them off on Mars. Yeah. They're like, what? And I'm talking about in the neighborhoods, they spent whatever time they've ever been free. They've spent yeah. it in their neighborhood and it's literally unrecognizable. You know what I mean? And for yeah. real, some people can only be gone five years in D.C. And major and it, changes and happen. It, yeah. Major changes, right? Yeah. So, um, but again, I'm saying all that to say that that's, that's, those are the kind of dynamics um, that's pressing down on the culture that we come from. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, but, but I remain, you know, optimistic, uh, but without an economic plan to yeah. empower Black people in this city, yeah. um, you know, it's over, right? It's yeah. over. Like we, we need yeah. a real economic strategy, but a lot of that has to do with the removal of uh, barriers created by criminal history, mm. right? Right. Right. It has to do because what what also has developed that nobody talks about. There's now 
you know, it's a, it's a, it's a racial, uh, it's, a, it's an economic disconnect, mm. a racial disconnect, but it's also a cultural disconnect, speaking back to culture. Yeah. So if I'm not, it could be a lot of opportunity out here, but if I'm not a part of the culture that's getting the opportunities, mm-hmm. right, then mm-hmm. I'm going to be, again, I'll be isolated. Yeah. You know, and that's, so that's, that's what we see happen to people that come up in the culture that we come up in. Those of the, those of them that had, because what, what happened here too was mm-hmm. so black, you know, in a lot of ways and so local, mm-hmm. right. That you ain't have to, dis- you ain't have to develop certain right. abilities to engage right. other people. Right. For we what? spoke our own language. You know, we, I even, yeah. I, yeah. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Exactly. And so, so much of like my last maybe decade of growth has really been mm-hmm. about that because I'm still not the best networker. I've yeah. been a, like, I'm the type of person I could talk to anybody, mm-hmm. but that person better be the one start the conversation. Yeah. If that person doesn't start the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I may never say a word, but that's yeah. just some deep. That's our culture, though, right? Yeah. We don't, you know, I ain't, I'm not mad. I'm just not interested. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. Work. 
yeah. work, working through that kind of stuff. And then I, I share that with you and you get exactly yeah, what get I'm it. saying. I don't even yeah. know if I'm articulating it to the broader audience, yeah. but for real, man. So it's little stuff like that that I try to um, heighten the awareness of the generation right. coming behind us that right. they're going to have to be much more dynamic than you or I ever had to be. That's you know real. what I'm saying? Because your, your city is now a very cosmopolitan place. Like, just think about the fact that something in the water is coming here. Uh, I was right? going to go there. Now, yeah. Now, yeah. So, but, but I hope people understand that that isn't, um, and for those who don't know, that's a, that's a, a music festival yeah. uh, created by the great, the iconic Pharrell Williams. Um, mm-hmm. And it was in his hometown of, of Virginia Beach, but his cousin was a victim of uh, police brutalities, but his yep. cousin was killed in Virginia Beach. Um, nothing happened. So he moved the festival to D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that, honestly, aside from that incident, mm-hmm. something in the water is, is, is more fitting for the nation's capital and the most powerful nation in the world. Yes. Because it really is a international festival. Yes. And right. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and so with that. I think for us native Washingtonians, sometimes we don't even fully get where we from because the mm-hmm. other end of how you say people see this city. Yeah. That's what this festival is sort of like a, a marriage of that is marriage of like blackness and mm-hmm. culture and hip shit. Yep. But it's also saying that something like this is needs to be in the center of the free world, which is Washington, DC. Yep. And that's what I was going to say. I'm glad you went there. Cause that's what I was, I was going to start to finish this up with, because I know you do work like with the commanders, right. It's still weird for me to say that, but like with, with, with the Washington football team, now the commanders, I was about, I was about to say, I was about to say, well, who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we still, ain't like, we still not used to that. Yo, one yet. <laughs> um, I'm like, what? Okay. Got you. Yeah. The you, you know, it's yeah, wild. We, we more used to hearing the Washington football team than the actual new name of the team. It's Max, a little minute, man. But no, wild, man. Yeah. But no you doubt. know, <laughs> but you know Jason Wright, who I know, um, you all have done work with him. Um, you know, they've been trying to get that stadium back in DC. It's not looking promising, right? But I had DJ Heat on. She works with the with the Wizards and the Mystics. You know, in the WNBA organizations like that. Speaking of, you know, like with Pharrell Williams and obviously working with you know Broccoli City. I had Jamon on from Broccoli City on last week, right? All of these like yeah. investments in the city. Like, how important do you think it is for? the local football team to invest back into the city, the local baseball team to invest back in the city, the local rapper and the local shop to invest back into the city, both culturally and financially. Man, I think that's a, that is, I think it's paramount. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm so, so right. That's why I hey, appreciate the commands. I, I appreciate the things that, you know, the wizards have done. I need you to, yeah. So my yeah. internet, I need you to start that, that answer over because the jump froze up for a second. So just start, start the answer over. Okay. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's super important um, mm-hmm. for for it, all of those entities that you named to mm-hmm. invest in community and do it in a real way. Yeah. And and also, I mean, as we talked about some of these economic opportunities mm-hmm. um, that they come into these communities, extending that first, not yeah. just doing something that's like you know charitable, mm-hmm. but something that's more sustainable. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, one of the things that I appreciate, like you mentioned, Broccoli City. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and, 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 and just thinking about how that has grown, right? Yeah. But yeah. also what has grown in, as, as they've grown is their um, linkages to people in the community. Yeah. And, and, and stuff, and doing work and doing things, even when the, like, 
uh, like off peak time, if you will. Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think about somebody like Daryl, that's a part of the Broccoli City team. Yep. yep. Um, and how our initial interaction, like about trying to get some young people some tickets to come to the to mm-hmm. the festival. And Jamon, that's always been my man. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. you know, I mean, he's been trying to lock us in from the beginning. Yeah. But yeah. then that, but that really grew into like real friendship. Right. Real brotherhood, really checking on each other, really saying, how can I assist? How yeah. can I help? How can yeah. I connect the dots? How can I come speak to your classes of returning city? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think that kind of model mm-hmm. um, and knowing that if you are, you are a part of this community. So yeah. it's not about like doing me a favor. Right. That is a real business. It's real value. Yeah. And being yeah. tied to the, to the community in that way. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I do. I think it's a, it's a real, uh, it's a real, uh, uh, business play mm-hmm. in doing so and being entrenched in the community. Right. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing about, so especially the sports teams, mm-hmm. You know, at some point, and, and and with DC now such a transient place, mm-hmm. how do you create? Because you know, I don't know. I, this is the type of city the visiting team probably got almost more, as many fans yeah. as the as as the home team. Yeah, that's but real. that got a lot to do with the fact that well, some depending on what team we we you know we haven't been great. Yeah, right? that's a, it, it's the performance, but, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. part of it. Yeah, but uh, aside from that, this is also a city full of people from somewhere else. Right, you know what I'm saying. Right. Um, but with that, I think more of that community engagement mm-hmm. would really create fans, right? Yeah. It would create new fans, right? There's yeah. people that are moving or people that's growing up. Yeah. You ain't gonna become a fan. You're not winning. You don't never see the people that operate, you know, as a part mm-hmm. of your your organization mm-hmm. in in their community. And particularly if I'm talking about like the black community. So I would yeah. love to see um, you know, and that go that go for restaurants though. That yeah. go for for any of the other sort of like nightlife stuff. Yeah. I hope people find a way to give back and to become a part of the community. For yeah. Real. Definitely. Tom, thank you so much, man. You know, I could talk to you for hours, bro. So I really appreciate you, man, taking time out. I know you're busy, man. And I don't say that just to be funny. Like, I know you got a lot of stuff going on, man. So take a time out to do this show. This thing you, you've done. You've been on almost every show I've ever hosted. But to do this show, it was definitely yeah. a pleasant change of pace to talk it's to you about fashion you sneakers, know. man. Keep doing you the work you're doing. Keep at it. Keep doing it. We need you. You know that. I appreciate you, man. Um, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. All right. My man. Peace or not. There it is. Big shout out to Tony for joining the show, man. Super cool dude. Remember, check out his book, Slug. Um, follow him on social media. The dude is super brilliant. Outside of the sneaker world, I'm telling you, you can learn a lot from Tony. Um, and I'm just really proud of him, man. I love how, you know, this stuff is so broad and how this show, I have an opportunity to talk to so many people. All about our shared love for fashion, for sneakers and culture, right? But it's just cool to be able to sit down and talk to people and just sort of have a common, you know, love, right? Isn't that cool? I know you've heard me say this before, but that's something I want us to focus on moving forward, man. Build that community up. Build that tribe up. Find that thing that you have in common with people 
and build on that, man. You never know who may be in that circle. It may be an activist. It could be an athlete. It could be a painter. It could be just your average businessman or woman, <laughs> right? Businessman or woman, I should say. Who knows, man? But just go search that community. We back outside, right? You know what I'm saying? We back outside. People living their lives. People starting to do things, go to concerts, do all sorts of stuff. While you out there, make a friend. You know what I mean? Build that community. Find a shared interest and live your life to the fullest. All right. Listen, I would love for you guys to follow me on social media. MSR underscore Adam. MSR underscore Adam. There you can find my link tree. And by the way, that's for Twitter and Instagram. There you can find my link tree and you can go to my TikTok, which I need to start. I, I've, I've been loafing on my TikTok a little bit. I got to get my TikTok back up to speed. There's clips from the show on it, but I want to get the outside clips on my TikTok as well. So I'm going to make a commitment to do that right now. So go follow me, MSR underscore Adam. You can find all things, what are those, the Butler did it, and all of my brands on there. Remember to follow the team, the Up On Game Network, the Up On Game Network, lots of cool shows. And shouts out to Levon them, man. They got a new show popping up every day, man. And I'm so proud of them, man. We are doing dope things over at the Up On Game Network. And be sure to follow the On My Feet Network, especially on YouTube, because there's a lot of cool creators on that platform as well. All right, if you're into sneakers and want to learn more about sneakers, you can find this show and many more on the On My Feet Network. So the Up On Game Network and the On My Feet Network. And of course, follow me, MSR underscore Adam. Remember to mind your mental health. Okay, stay on top of that. It's vital. It's important. And remember to mind your physical health is also vital and important. All right. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, be great. I'm up out of here. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. 
around. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.